Welcome back to Kettlebells and Cocktails. Here's another uh, focus on female episode with Joy and Claire from This Is Joy and Claire. How are you guys? Good morning. Nikki. Couldn't be We're better. So excited to be here. I love your newscaster voice. Mm-hmm. So good. <gasps> Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. I spent a lot of time when I was actually doing newscasting, trying to figure out how to make that voice my real voice because I really hate I don't know if you guys feel this way. I judge news people a lot because I was in news for like a decade. Mm-hmm. I really, really hate when someone sounds completely different on camera oh. or into a microphone. Oh, they have like the Elizabeth Holmes syndrome. <laughs> it's bad. Like I get, I get wanting to sound like buttoned up or professional or making sure that you enunciate, but I hate when like, I sound like this when I talk to you, but then if I like hold a microphone, I'm like, welcome to the 10 p.m. Like, no, yeah, that's not how. That's so interesting. No. I I like want to go on a tangent. I won't, but I'll never forget. There was <laughs> Bring a time, it on. Well, there was a time when you mentioned, I think it was one of the times we interviewed you for our show, where you mentioned like, it was kind of an in-passing comment that I really wanted to dive into, but I'm like, it's just not about that. But one day I really maybe off off camera, off recording, like you said something along the lines of not wanting to go into news or like that news, you knew that that was not the place for you. And you're like, it was complete BS. Like it was just a shit show or like, I got the vibe mm-hmm. that it, there was more, there was like some tea that you wanted to spill. Uh, and I'm like very How much tri- time you got. Well, it's interesting. Cause like there's, there's just, that is a world that we don't really know a lot about unless you're in it. Right. And there's so much that goes on, I'm assuming, other than like what I see on the morning show or news, whatever that HBO show was, newsroom, you know, so like, how accurate are those? Anyway, so that yeah. is what what my perception of that career is, is that everyone there is like super happy, all the honor talent, like they, most people like, let's take Denver, for example, the evening anchors or the morning anchors have been there for like 20 plus years. Like that has been their job. When you get like a anchor desk anchor position, like they don't leave in my experience from like Mm -hmm. what I've noticed. So I always am very curious of like, what is it actually like? What is the culture like? Is it different with every station? I know you have to really work up to that and start with like the really small stations so you can get a reel or whatever. And Anyway, I just find it very interesting to kind of see how that plays out because like these are the people that are giving us the news, but is it like what, the dark side? What you're hearing right now is just the never ending, uh, like Joy has palace intrigue about every single sector of this planet. She's like, mm. what happens on the morning news? What really happens if like at the loading dock at Costco? What really happens behind the scenes of like Always. the dog groomers? Yep. Joy wants the I want to know everything of everything. <laughs> Are you like just always mentally exhausted? Like that's like a lot to like that's probably why I'm an introvert. Yeah, I don't know. I just I love I loved the you know Sesame Street how everything was made. Like I love to see like the milk cartons going down the you know yeah whatever. Like I loved all that. I loved it. Oh my god. We should do, we'll do a separate like two hour long episode on news culture because I would love to, t- I would love to smash your beautiful perspective. I would love it because, it well, it's <laughs> also it's terrible. It's a lesson in perception is not reality. Instagram, blah, blah, blah. 
Mm-hmm. But when I look at these newscasters, and I think, you know, over over time, I've always been like, that looks like such a fun job, and, you know, whatever. Right. And they're always now so pretty, and they're always, like, primped up, and they always look so good. And, you know, my husband and I joke, because we watch this, like, 4 o'clock news show, and we we just, like, kind of joke about all the, the on-air talent, um, just whatever. It's, like, our, like, an inside joke, but we kind of, like, make fun of it, slash we think they're really cute and funny, but... It's one of those things I think about all the time where I'm like, I just, okay, so let's talk about the reality of it because I live in this world. I'm like, oh, it looks like their lives are so fun. And like the Instagram that they have is like so happy. But I never, I've never talked to someone who's like, yeah, it's a bunch of bullshit. And I'm not saying it's like all bullshit, but. Anyway, it is. I'm it's gonna all stop. bullshit. All of it. Um, okay, all great. Of it. I okay, promise. all of it. I would like yep. to. I'll tell I, you. And that's the thing. I was like, <laughs> I want to know the reality because I hate that we're living in a shiny, happy world of everything has to look perfect. Okay, so I'm going to stop the news t- tangent, and I apologize <laughs> to the listeners that like this is not what you signed up for to listen to. But that's fine. Um, the palace intrigue is real, and maybe we just start a you know offshoot of like palace intrigue, so I can find out how everything gets made. Well, you know, I think that's uh, it's an interesting and weirdly perfect segue into what we are actually talking about here today, because um, this is this is obviously a series where we get to just dive a little bit deeper into some of the some of the things that affect more of the ladies in the CrossFit space and some of the topics that are important to me and I know are important to more of our female listeners. And when I was figuring out like who to chat with for this, uh, you guys were the top of my list because you're the OGs. You were the first lady voices truly in the space. You're OG podcasters anyway, because podcasting hasn't been really like around and popular for all that long that you've been in it for what feels like 150 years now in comparison. Um, and you did start out with this very CrossFit centric show called Girls Gone Wad, which is how I found you years ago. I was just like a, you know, obsessed with CrossFit newbie and was loving podcasts and just searched for CrossFit and you came up and I was like, oh good, these these ladies sound like my best friends. Um, and then I know that after a few years, you were like, we're actually going to move away from this. We're going to start This Is Joy and Claire, where you can do all of your musings and kind of just be chatty about everything. Um, and, and recently kind of came back to Girls Gone Wild as well. So that is the journey that I would love to dive into with the two of you, because I'm just made of questions to try to understand what made you get into the space, what made you want to kind of leave talking about that consistently, um, and what also made you want to come back. So that's a loaded question that we could talk for, you know, 10 hours about, but I'll just kind of open it up to to both of you and and how you want to start that discussion. Yeah. So exactly what you just said, you know, people for as long as um, CrossFit and podcasts have been coexisting, they've been wishing that there was a CrossFit podcast for women. And when in about, what was it? 2012, Joy and I met, we were going to the same CrossFit gym. We both had blogs at the time because it was 2012. And Joy one day reached out to me and we joke, like we, we were not friends. We didn't know each other. We joke that we don't even really know how she would have had my cell phone number. And she texted me and said, Hey, like, do you listen to podcasts? And I said, I listened to car talk. And she was like, okay, that doesn't count, but do you want to start a podcast? (laughs) And I think it counts for the record. I thought it counted. I love, I mean, I still have a soft spot in my heart for click and clack. Um, but yeah, so we just started having no idea what we were doing. And we also always joke that like, if you had told us then that we would 
figure out a way to do it every week for nine years, we probably never would have started because it would have felt so intimidating. But we immediately fell into this amazing space within the CrossFit community of really serving kind of like you're just casual CrossFitter who is a woman and talked a lot about, you know, body image and nutrition and the realities of being in a competitive gym or being in a more casual gym. And we talked to a ton of athletes at the time. I remember we interviewed like Brooke Entz in like what, 2014, maybe like we've Yeah, it was Brooke Entz before Brooke was Brooke Entz. Before Brooke was Brooke Entz. Yeah. Um, We had Greg Glassman on the podcast. Like we got to do a lot of really cool things in that time. And I mean, everyone who's listening is welcome to go out there and listen. You know, there, we have over 350 girls going on episodes that are still up and running today. You can find us anywhere you find podcasts. And if you want to go back and laugh about like how freaked out we were, we all were the first time that like handstand pushups showed up in the open. Like these types of moments are captured. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, in yeah. those, in those podcasts. And, but then over the years, um, so when I like over the years, I, started having kids. Joy started, you know, just sort of moving away from being quite as competitive, like that competitive feeling. We started talking more and more just about our lives and about our lifestyle. And over the years, we started- Wasn't it 2022? Was it like the beginning of 2020 when we started it? switched over at the beginning of 2020, but like not knowing. Not knowing, but it was kind of like this. Yeah, it was a- It It was was just a a sign. Let's be real. It was a shift. You guys knew what was coming. (laughs) Yeah, there were like- feeling, I don't know, we just so much was changing in our lives. And we were getting feedback from our audience that, gosh, I wish that your name was different or something along those lines. Because whenever I try to describe it to people that aren't CrossFitters, I want people who are not CrossFitters to listen because you guys are so much more than CrossFit. And so we were taking that feedback and we always take feedback from listeners because that is our, (laughs) that's the reason why we do this. And we love our community so much. It's the reason why we keep going. And there are always moments when we're kind of like, well, like how much longer are we doing this? And then we'll get an email where they're like, you have changed my life. And so it's weird how whenever there's a doubt of even pushing forward with whatever name that we're under, we get someone who's like, please don't ever stop. And so we'll do it for that one person, even if there's that one person listening. But yeah, we were definitely feeling that change. So the beginning of 2020 is like, it just so happened. It was like the beginning of the year. So January 1st, 2020 is when we rebranded. And we say that like, it's less that we changed our podcast to stop talking about CrossFit and more that it had been a couple years since we had really been a purely CrossFit focused podcast. And so it really was more that we changed the title to more accurately reflect the podcast that we actually were rather than changing the title and then suddenly changing all of our content. Cause it had been years since we had been as dedicated to CrossFit as we were at the time that we changed. We both still were active in CrossFit. Um, and, still to this day, love the community and love the gyms that we were a part of. Um, but it had become so much more. And right. Like Joy said, we were constantly hearing from people like, Oh, I only started listening to you because you had XYZ guests on the podcast. And I never would have started listening because I thought all you talked about was CrossFit and I am not a CrossFitter or, you know, and so at that point we realized, okay, there is this broader audience out there of women who, yeah, maybe they are CrossFitters. Maybe they're former CrossFitters. Maybe they want to go to CrossFit. Or maybe they have nothing to do with CrossFit, but they love being active and fitness and health are really important to them. And these are the conversations that they want to be a part of because 
still to this day, I mean, that is the lens that we really come at things at because that's just who we are that, you know, we have that joy and I are very different, but the main thing that we have in common is that health and fitness and nutrition and like mindfulness and all of those are huge priorities for us. And so that's just the lens that we view the world through. And so that's what naturally comes up in our podcast, even still. I feel like I can, I can fully relate to all of this because I've been listening to you since forever. I mean, shit. When was the first time that I was on the podcast? I oh feel my gosh. like that was like seven years ago, maybe yeah, I think yeah. it was like 2015. Cause I think I, I think miles had just been born. Maybe. Yep. A hundred percent. Yep. Yep. Because the episode was all, like, I remember talking to joy about how amazing you were. And I was like, I don't think I could ever do that. Oh my God. I don't think I could ever do that. Um, but anyway, but we did, we did a very similar shift, John and I, with the podcast, because, you know, we were make pods great again forever as a play on John's Instagram name. And John's Instagram name was a play on how insanely stupid the administration was. And we were making memes about it and how being funny about it. And then after a while, when that was really no longer kind of like a relevant phrase, like no one was really even saying it anymore. I was like, how many people go on Apple podcasts and look at us and skip over us because they think we're like some sort of political show, good or bad. They either think we're for it or we're against it, but that's clearly not what we, what we are. And we sort of needed his name to gain popularity at first when no one knew who the hell we were. And then when we ended up changing it, we were like, we're not talking about, um, you know, we, we, we do love CrossFit and we're in this community, but we have plenty of episodes where we just like bitch about whatever, or go on about our own lives. So we were like, we need something that like encompasses more of the fact that we're fitness and lifestyle, um, and, you know, kettlebells and cocktails fit that bill. But for you guys, when you, when you made the shift, I got a distinct feeling as a, as a listener that there was, I don't know, almost like a little bit of toxicity that came about after living and breathing within the CrossFit community for too long. I feel like when you really start to dive into some of the issues that you guys were very thorough in covering, like uh, competitiveness, like enjoy your struggle on and off with macros and your body and your illness. Like, I just feel like there's some toxicity that we within the community sort of, we all reach that level. <laughs> we all like go on this CrossFit roller coaster, right? We're like obsessed. And then we like, yeah. you know, back off a little bit. And then we like start with nutrition and then we're like obsessed with that. And then all of a sudden for it's sure. like, wait, what have I been doing for so long? And I feel like you guys, you, you showed us, you showed us what that roller coaster was. I'm glad you brought that up because I really wanted to talk about this is there Good. was, um, you know, when we rebranded, I did feel there was a lot of anger and I know that people, it's so interesting sometimes when I get, when we get like negative feedback or just like a bad review, it's usually about like how I come across and it's so interesting to me because yeah. And it's interesting to me and I get it. Who like says I, that? I will well, fight them. No, no, I will no. fight them. I, and everyone has a right to their opinion, but, and also I get how I can come across over recording, but man, if you were to meet me in person, it is a completely different experience. Like it's, it's almost like when I read that, I'm like, is that about me? But here's the thing. I was just, it's hard to kind of like communicate your full spectrum experience on a two way recording and have people really understand it fully where you're coming from. And so that's kind of something I had to go through and really listen of like how I was saying things and kind of like back to your original question is like when I would be remiss if we didn't talk about all the social injustices that happened in 2020 along with the pandemic um, and how, 
everything that kind of went down with CrossFit really solidified our decision to move away from being a like a CrossFit named themed podcast. Even though Claire said, you know, we weren't really doing that for, you know, the last couple of years of the Girls Gone Wad feed. And I I was very angry. I was angry at the almost feeling, I mean, not to throw like culty around, but there was like some part of it when you step away of the things that you learned and like it comes with maturity too of the macros and being angry that I was so critical of my body. And then I, you know, was really angry at Greg Glassman for all the crap that was going on there and just how every everyone was just angry. I think everyone was angry because of the pandemic. There was so much going on in the world and still is, but it felt like I need, we needed to kind of get away from that. And I was really glad. And so there was probably some part of me that was kind of giving off that like angry feeling and, and uh, negative negativity. And in my mind, it's a way of working things out and processing. And Claire understands that, but I had to look, take a look. And I'm not saying like people were like coming at us 24 seven. I'm just saying like, we definitely got different feedback when we would start talking about politics. Understandably, it's a the hot button topics are going to bring very extreme opinions. So we had to really kind of look at, we can't stay silent about the things that are important to us while also realizing along with that comes some pretty harsh feedback too. And we're not in la la land anymore. Like we're not in fun CrossFit land anymore, where we're just talking about sit-ups, push-ups, handstand push-ups. And so that was something that I just kind of had to step back and at least I'm just speaking for myself, like reevaluate. Um, I don't want to be silent about the things that are important to us. And we have a platform to talk about these things and give one view, but also how that can also be interpreted. And you want to listen to your audience as negativity. And so that was, that was at least for me, just like a very hard thing to learn how to do better and not always be like complaining and whiny as I was like, you know, some people were perceiving me to be, which again is like hard to communicate sometimes <laughs> on a podcast, like what your full spectrum experience is. So it's, it was a lot behind the scenes. It was a lot for me. Um, and I think I'm still learning how to do that, but. And I think there was also this feeling of like, you know, almost that we had felt very tied to talking about CrossFit and needing to constantly sort of refer back to CrossFit. And even though we had expanded our topics a lot, we did feel very tethered to this theme that we had picked in the beginning of our podcast. And, you know, like we said, we started podcasting in 2013, which was in the days of like the Wadcast and Barbell Shrugged. And, you know, those were really the only other people out there in our space. And so, um, you know, throughout the years, other podcasts kind of came and went and we kind of, we did have this reputation of being the OG CrossFit lady podcast, you know, and, and we wanted to carry that banner. And along the way, we did become close with some of the CrossFit HQ staff. We were invited to CrossFit, you know, functions that were, you know, that were very exclusive. We were, you know, became friends with like the, with the Glassmans. We like, were kind of right on the edge of that CrossFit inner circle a mm -hmm. lot of the time. And mm -hmm. in a way that was, I mean, talk about palace intrigue, but also in a way that was like, gave us this perspective where you would kind of sit back and think like, wow, that, it, that, that world, that inner circle world was bizarre. 
And I have a lot to say about that too. I know. I mean, that's like a whole other podcast. I feel like, and I also at the same time, like really want to make it clear that at no time were we ever treated as anything other than just with the most generosity and the most friendliness. Like we were brought in as like, Hey, come along with us. We see how you're serving this community. We want you to feel like you're a part of this, something, you know, a part of this. And, and, and yet it was so clear that like, there's something weird going on that like, we can't quite put your finger on, but it's a little bit toxic. And so that was all part of it as well. That like, wow, we feel so grateful to have these opportunities and be sort of taken under the wing while at the same time, sort of being like, huh, this this is just like, there's something a little bit weird. And so I think there, there was that. And then there was this feeling of like, oh, now we can talk about whatever we want. And so we're going to like go ham on talking about other stuff for like six months. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I think you're right. And there was that, um, I think at the beginning being invited to HQ, we were so excited and it felt like my experience, (laughs) it felt like we always had to claw our way to kind of get access to some either of the athletes or some interviews, not not because of HQ, but just like that was kind of the vibe I always got. Um, and maybe we didn't try hard enough, but there were some times where it kind of felt like, I don't know if it was because it was the female podcast that we were dismissed or we weren't as bu- big, we weren't as big as Barbell Shrugged. And that was a little frustrating to me at times where we're like, wait a minute, that person, we asked that athlete to do an interview with us, but they gave the interview to this male hosted podcast. That was always frustrating. But yeah, as far as like the inner circle with HQ, there are definitely a couple that shall not schmishman that will not be named is the, (laughs) were horrible to us. Like just really like snotty and weird and you know so that type of those experiences are kind of you know you file it away because here's the thing that's a little just toxic about cultures in general is like when there's so much power that you just want in you'll kind of ignore some red flags um and there was a time where I was like why do I care so much about this crap like why do I care about getting access to blah 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 it, it is more about status that I don't really mm-hmm. care to be treated like whatever, you know? So that was a little bit of like my bitterness shining through too when we rebranded where I was like, I'm just so tired of like trying to get in yeah. or try, you know, anyway, I could go on about that. But like, that was <gasps> another part of it where I was like, I just don't need to prove to you guys yeah. that, you know, and like Claire said, for the most part, there were like very, the select people that we always were in contact with were so kind, so kind to us. Like we would consider them like really, really dear friends, but you know, I'll never forget like Whistler when we went to Whistler, it was like, there was some weird, I don't know what, but like, we felt like something like there were a few just like interactions where I'm like, I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's going on here. It was like a, it was almost like the inner circle, the cool kids club. That's what it was. It was like a the cool, cool kids, kids club. club. It's not, I was and just going to say that. Yes. Like high and school. It's yes, never fun and feeling like you're not a part of exactly. The thing. It's never and fun feeling like you're sitting on the outside, like, okay, I'm here. And like someone invited totally. me here, but like I'm not sitting at your table. Like that's not fun. Totally. Almost is better to just like not even be included at all at that point. Totally. Right? Totally. You're not, yeah. Cause opposed to being like, you're like, you got invited to the cool girl sleepover, but like you have to sleep on the couch and everyone else will sleep on the floor or like you have to sleep right. on the floor and everyone else is yeah. on the bed. Right. Like, yes. yeah, it was very much that. Feeling I totally where, understand like, that. 
Yeah, I fully understand that. You know, it's interesting. I did not know, and and who, how could I? But I never realized there was so much kind of happening behind the scenes, like the functionality of how do we view this podcast and how do we record this podcast and who do we bring on? Because on the show itself, I even feel like the topics and the way that you guys were talking about things and the way you were approaching different things also reflected those feelings of like, there's a change in the air, there's a shift happening, because I feel like it was like, you know, we went from like, okay, we're obsessed and we go six days a week to like, eh, I have a life now and I can go four days a week or to like, you know, I count my macros and I've lost 10 pounds and look at how great this is to like, that is a toxic way of looking at nutrition. And we, we were sorry that we even like went there at first. And, and I just, I watched this kind of like arc this up and down that we all are living. That's what I loved about it is like as a CrossFitter who started in 2010, I lived it too. I was like, I'm here seven days a week. And now I'm like, I'm here when I can get here and I'm going to count macros and I'm going to get abs. And I'm like, I really like bagels. I, uh," you know, and and it's just, it's, it was so incredibly reflective of my life as a listener that I was like, I just appreciate that someone else is saying it out loud. You know what I mean? Well, you could also just really quick, you could also see, I think if we're talking about the longevity of our podcast, um, I, I don't think people, not to anyone's fault because people have lives, why would they think about this? But people don't realize it's like eight and a half, nine years of podcasting is a long time to do that every single week, every single week. And what what you're witnessing is also the influence of social media culture. Uh, mm. And how it's grown, because when we started, it were, it really was like, I'll look back at, you know, the memories on Facebook or Instagram, where it'll be like, eight years ago, you blah, 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 posted this. And it'll be like, no days off. And, you know, like, very, <laughs> yep, like, those, yep. those hustle culture, uh, fit and fab, you know, very, that was the influence. And that was the mentality. And so you're really seeing us go through it in real time of how we change our mind and evolve. And say, actually, this doesn't fit for me anymore. And I think that's like upsetting with people aren't on that same journey. So and that's okay. But that is just the reality of you're not going to be in the same place that we are all the time. And we're going to evolve as humans. And just like anything, you may stick around, but you may not. And man, bless you if you've been around for as long still listening to us. Because the reason why people listen to us is they connect. And that is from day one why they listen, they connected with us. But as we evolve and have different experiences and having children, moving on, having an illness where I had to step away from working out and really kind of reevaluating working out, people aren't in that same spot. And then they get upset or whatever, and they stop listening. Like that is okay, because we are going to keep evolving as humans, and maybe we'll gain new listeners and lose others. And it just does that doesn't matter to me. It matters that we are truthful as people to ourselves. And I mean, spoiler alert here, I'm thinking of going back to CrossFit. Um, I haven't even told this to Claire, but like I've thought about going back to CrossFit because (gasps) I know um, because just side note, side note is I um, have fully recovered from Graves disease and I want to get back into some strength training. I'm turning 45 this year. I know that as you age, you need more muscle. And I just am not my, my, my training right now is really kind of like cardio and like light strength focused. And I really do nothing really compares to CrossFit of that. Like just when you get in the gym, you have a workout. I don't have to think about it. Like I want someone to just tell me what to do. And then I leave. 
So I'm missing that part of it. And that's something I'm considering going back to. You know, I am evolving and I will have these ups and downs. So I think like that is something that I wanted to call out too. of just when people are listening there over the span of time, we are never going to be the same people. I mean, with anyone you follow for as long as you followed. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, like for me, <clears throat> sorry, for me, like I have never really take it. I've never really have stepped away from CrossFit for any, uh, like emotional reason or, you know, it's, it's always just been like, if I'm not doing CrossFit, it's because I physically don't have time to get to a CrossFit gym that I like, you know, like right now I'm doing, I'm going to my local YMCA and doing like mm-hmm. my little hit workouts in my little yeah, bodybuilding uh, like style workouts. 5am. Literally at 5am because I don't have other time for that. Like so I have, proud two, of I have her. a three-year-old She's and a six-year-old. Not a, not, I hate morning so much. I woke up five minutes before this interview started. Like I <laughs> am not a morning person, <laughs> but I also know that if I don't, do it at five in the morning. It's not going to happen. Like I have two young kids. My husband is a nurse and he leaves for work at six fifteen every morning. So like I am the morning parent every day. And then he doesn't get home until six or seven at night. So I'm also the evening parent every day and I work full time. So those are the other realities, you know, that we talk about of like, you may have been as dedicated. Like I used to be the two a day girl at the gym and I was never go, you know, we have this like moments that we refer to so much that just still makes me laugh where I had this coach who I loved so much. And he was like, Claire, I see regionals in your future. And I was like, Mike, I don't even have like a, he just, I just loved him so much, but like that, I feel like that comment spoke to how dedicated I was in the gym. Never in my wildest dreams was I going to regionals. (laughs) No one, never in anyone's wildest dreams, except for this wonderful, lovely Aww, coach, Mike. So but Mike like, sounds great. He, oh, coach Mike is the best to this day. The Hands best, down the, the best, best person and the but, best human. Yeah. Um, Like one day he, we were in there and he was like, Claire, you're going to get a muscle up today. And I was like, Mike, I don't even, I don't have pull-ups or ring dips. <laughs> but like, so just, is Mike like the golden retriever of the coaching staff? A thousand, thousand percent. percent. Thousand yeah. percent. Oh, and we, we love, we love, love, love him. He but, loves CrossFit yeah. so, much. Yeah. so much. We have one of those too who like who just like you walk in the gym and his like tail starts wagging he's like yeah class is coming we're here yes yeah we're here I love CrossFit so much yeah Yeah. and um so but like I used to go to the gym we're talking like eight or nine times a week and I loved it and I to this day like if I had the time I would be in there not because I have aspirations of being competitive but because I love everything about CrossFit I love what Joy just said that like you get there and you just turn off your brain someone else tells you what to do I am a huge extrovert. I love the community. I would just sit there and like chat with people all day long if I could. I love weightlifting. Like it's so fun for me. I love like body mechanics. I think it's so fascinating. I was a physiology major, a double major in college. Like this type of stuff is so fun. Like I love, I am like the CrossFit just target audience to a T. And then the gym that I had been going to is CrossFit Roots, which I don't know if, you know, if folks were listening, like all almost all of the coaches at CrossFit Roots are also seminar staff or mm-hmm. actually work at HQ now that HQ is located in Boulder. So like that gym is so like dyed in the wool, like CrossFit training, you know, not CrossFit games, CrossFit training. And they just love the methodology. So what I'm trying to get at here is like you, what we, part of what we still to this day talk about is like, you can love it so much. That doesn't mean that you're going to be able to fit it into your life all the time. And so we have gone through those ups and downs too, of like, these are the priorities, but there are realities too. And people who have those 
moments of like, well, if you want to make it work, you will, or like, like cross out can't and put in won't see how that feels like not you, not that you can't work out. You can't make time to work out. You won't make time to work out. I mean, like these people who are writing this bullshit clearly don't have jobs or kids. Like, I don't know what to tell you. There's no amount of like hustle or, or motivation is going to create extra time in my day. It's just not. And that is a huge thing that I've learned that we both have learned over the years is like having time to go to a CrossFit gym, like being able to be that involved is a reflects so much privilege. I mean, extra money, extra, you know, but really it's about time and getting to the gym anyway. So I think that, um, like right now I'm, you know, I'm going to the YMCA every morning and I, but I'm like kind of loving that process, but me and I really do miss CrossFit and it just hopefully will come back around for me one day. (laughs) Yeah, I do. I do feel like the, the comeback around vibe comes with, obviously it comes with so much maturity and it comes with life experience and it comes from being on this journey for as long as we have, which we're the pilot test, right? Like we started CrossFit when CrossFit was born basically. And so (laughs) we're the ones that, the only ones that are living this arc, like everyone's starting five years later, six years, 10 years later, like we know how it's going to go for them, but, um, but we were the first. So, you know, coming back around, recognizing that, like, you would love to have time for it again, or joy thinking that maybe she would love to go back to a class to be able to shut her brain off and, and just work out. Also, I think is reflected again in the topics and, and things that you guys are discussing. The fact that like, you know, maybe it was toxic for a while to talk about, macros or recognize the privilege that it took. But now, you know what? It's kind of okay to be like, I kind of want to lean out. And like, I can say that without necessarily like, I'm not fat shaming anyone. I'm not thinking of poorly of myself. Like I can also just make that statement and just talk about fitness and just talk about that stuff too, in a way that is constructive and healthy. Yeah. I found, I found that I'm learning to get to a place where so many different things can be true at once and how important that is. And that took me a while to learn too, kind of as we were going through CrossFit. I just, I think my personality type is I really have to kind of step away and be mad and angry maybe and work out my feelings and frustrations for whatever those are um, and then get a perspective on it. And I think that there's so much now that we see There's so much information coming at us at all times, and we just want to judge it. We just want to judge. We want to compare. I love judging stuff. Yeah, I mean, so much, so much. It's easy. I always tell the clients I work with, I'm a therapist, and I tell clients all the time, like, our default is not happy. Our default is angry, frustrated, truly. Like, our, our default reaction to most things is, like, either judgment negative fear, a lot of fear. Um, and so we kind of have to work hard to switch our brain to look at things like a little more open-minded. And so that's kind of where my space is at with what I'm, mm-hmm. I'm learning to do is like so many different things can be true at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, think, especially with diet, especially yeah. with diet. And especially I think with like Nikki, what you're saying, you know, learning how to want things for yourself without expanding that at all to other people and learning like how to really feel passionate about something without that informing your judgments about what other people are doing. You know, I think back to the early days of, of my, of like my own personal time with CrossFit and just think like looking around at other people and thinking like, how could they eat that? Oh my gosh. Like 
don't they know that gluten causes inflammation? Like <laughs> I was on the paleo train, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, and then now being able to just really be like, you know what? I don't give a crap what other people do. And I can also, you know, through, um, like we kind of reference referencing this macros experience that we had where in 2016, Joy and I both went like ham on WAG, which if mm-hmm. you guys, I'm so glad that I can just say that phrase and not have to explain it. The people yeah. know saying they're all getting probably like, oh yeah. Um, we everyone ham, knows, everyone knows. Ham on WAG. And um, for me, it was like a pretty positive experience. Like to this day, I will spend a couple months a year tracking macros just to kind of like be, have that Same. information. Same. And, and yep. for Joy, it was like, got to the point where it almost, cause a full-blown eating disorder. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so I think that's the other thing is like being so close with joy and having us have this side-by-side conversation for so long, it's, or or like, you know, maybe the open is another good example where for me, like I could kind of like go like flutter in and out of the open workouts and I would do them and it was fine. And if I flopped, it wasn't a big deal. Whereas there was a time where joy would like redo the open workouts, you know, like very worried about it. Very intense. If she didn't beat her time from last year on a repeat workout, it was like really hard. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And so understanding that every experience is so unique. And so the more intense you are about like pushing that narrative, like you don't know what that could trigger in someone else. Right. And that's really what I've learned. Even like a lot of people found us because we did this like day by day, whole 30, whole 30. in what, yep. probably like 2017. Yeah. It was after, it and was like our, it was like our way out of macro counting. It was like our way out of macros. <laughs> Yeah. And it, but it, yeah. and at the time, like for me, like, I still love doing whole thirties. I just did one I last month. Like, and, and again, for me, it's this like kind of, Hey, I'm just kind of curious this time. Is, is this going to feel differently? Like, let me learn some things along the way. But we also came to find for other people that the whole 30 can also be very restricted. Like it can Rearing. trigger these yeah. like restrictive. Yeah. And so it's just been so interesting along the way to realize that these topics that some that we might see as being casual for other people, they are, they can get very extreme very quickly. And so we do need to be careful about, and that is on us. You know, that is a responsibility that we hold. We are not the type of people to say like, Oh, I'm going to talk about what I'm going to talk about. And however you take it is like, that's on you. I'm not, I'm not responsible. Like, no, we are responsible. If we're putting out this content, we need to be conscientious and responsible for how our audience might perceive that because we don't want somebody to think like, oh, well, if Joy and Claire do it, yeah, then that must mean it's healthy. And that has evolved mm-hmm. over time. You know, back mm-hmm. to, you know, when we started, we did a freaking health challenge. We did like diets and health challenges. We were like those influencers who were like, okay, that have no business doing it. No qualifications. No qualifications. No. And, and that was like at the very, very beginning when before we knew better. And now we're like, oh, what we want to do is for is for to be responsible on our podcast to put out information that we feel has been vetted that is from professionals that know what they're talking about and that is where kind of like the anger comes in where I can't control the internet but there are a lot of people out there that would disagree with me like well it doesn't matter if you how you take it is not my responsibility and my percept my belief is if you have a platform you have a responsibility look we can't control everything of like how someone takes something you say but if you're putting out information about a diet and you don't have the credentials to do that, you're being irresponsible. And that is where I come from a very strong code of ethics, being trained as a therapist. 
And I know that that is my lens, but in many bloggers out there and fitness fitfluencers uh, would disagree, you know, if they whatever. But I, I think it's really irresponsible and I see it all the time. And it, that's something that will put me into a rage spiral. But I think yeah. that that is something over time where we learned like, whoa, we need to be very careful about what we're putting out there. But at the same time, like just because my experience was negative with dieting doesn't mean other people can like do a whole 30 and have a positive experience from it. You know, it's really hard over time as that has evolved. The information has evolved around diets. Can't You cannot even talk about diets anymore without people talking about uh, fat phobia. And, you know, so it's right. it, you, you have to kind of find this lens where all conversations can be heard. And that is the important part is can we all just meet in the middle where mm -hmm. from my perspective, when 2020 started and we made the shift anyway, there was so much happening in the world that I felt that we needed to have a voice around the social injustices. And then people were upset about that. But we were like, but we need to talk about this too, because this is important to us. And it felt really shallow to just be constantly talking about sit-ups and protein drinks where I'm like, black people are being killed. So can we mm -hmm. somehow... Not to, and then people were like, you're being negative. I'm like, no, I, our hearts, my, we have a bleeding, I have a bleeding heart. We all have bleeding hearts. Like we, we have to talk about this somehow. So that was kind of like, we're just figuring out how to get to that place where we can just listen to one another, have these conversations and not jump to like, one is bad, one is good, but we're really wanting to have like, this open conversation, which as you know, is hard on a podcast. You don't hear other people's views on, in real time. That's what, you know a live show is for, <laughs> I guess, maybe. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like, uh, I feel like there's a fine line between like owning your responsibility and having like your own code of ethics when you, when you run a show, when you have a platform. And on the other side of that is the like, you just can't please everyone mentality. And it's really hard to find a balance because you know, like you said at the beginning of the show, like the listeners are everything and their feedback really matters. Their feedback is not always easily distinguishable from the hot garbage fire that is the internet. And it's really tough to like plant your flag in the sand about anything and then have people, you know, feel <laughs> how they're going to feel. And as Joy said, like oftentimes fear or they're defensive or upset in one way, shape or form. And you got to figure out how to navigate the waters of like, oh shit, what these people are saying really matter to me. And on the other side is like, I can't please everyone. I can't. And they're always going to be trolls and people who disagree and people who disagree loudly. Um, even if it's valid. And that, that also has to be okay. John struggles with this a lot. And like, he's a meme Lord and he pisses people off for fun. That's literally his job. But when people are in his DMS or are upset with him about something or other, um, he takes it to heart and people don't realize that they think that he's just this like funny guy made of steel. And the reality is like, he's a big softy and really just wants to make people laugh and make them happy and strike up interesting conversations. So it's difficult to figure out, even when people like leave bad reviews on the podcast, I'm like, Oh my God, really? They don't like us. And it's like one person out of like how many, you know, unless the comments are like, wow, Nikki has a big nose, which like spoiler alert. I know. Um, FYI. Really, at the end, yeah. FYI, I am aware, but thank you. Um, normally it's, it's very much this fine line of like, Oh shit, did we do something wrong? Do we need to reevaluate how we are? Or like, okay, well shut the fuck up because I don't care. I don't, you know, I can't, I can't say everything that's going to make everyone happy all the time. I think that there, what you're talking about is like 
it is such a fine line, but I think the way we think about it is like, yeah, you can't make everybody happy. And, but there's a difference between a difference in opinions and something truly problematic. And Mm -hmm. however, that is, that line is ever changing and it's very blurry. And especially when it comes to things like diet and fitness that can have really negative consequences, but can also have very positive impacts on people. And it is such a personal thing. And it is just deciding for your own self and your, you know, if you have a platform, like your own platform, what are you willing to stand behind? And that also is a, is like a personal um, boundary of like, how much are you willing to really stick up for like, you know, look at Joe Rogan, you know, he, that, mm-hmm. th- that is the hill he's going to die on that. Like yep. he will put out whatever content he wants and he is not responsible for what people do with it versus that's not how we feel. Be- and largely because we do not have the stomach for just turning the other way when people bring that up, you know, we do to your point, like we do take it personally as well. And we don't have the cap of the emotional capability to just look the other way when that stuff comes up. And some people do. And, you know, I'm not going to necessarily say like, and that's okay, because I don't really agree with it, but there has to be space for that as well. Like there has to be space for those people who are like, I'm going to say what I'm going to say. And, and, and that is where my buck stops. And mm-hmm. like, we don't feel that way, but that doesn't mean that because we don't feel that way, that our take is the correct take. Right, right, right. Yeah, I understand. So I, so in that respect, was there... So, oh, sorry. Do you want to keep going? No, no, we're done. <laughs> well, in like that respect... Yeah, go ahead. No, in that respect, um, was there like a moment or a thing or a spark that made you say we're going to go back to girls gone wild because it did, it did restart, uh, just a little bit ago. You did, you moved away from it and you were, you know, this is joining Claire, which still exists. Both podcasts now exist. And like side note, the third podcast about the great British baking show is my favorite of all. Time it's podcasts. my favorite too. Uh, ironically, if you guys are bake off fans, it's called on your marks, get set bake. And it's so fun. Um, it's a seasonal um, tangent, you know, tangent. Yeah. I have been trying, like obsessively trying to figure out how to download celebrity bake off oh. and I can't find out. Oh, I don't, I don't know how. Wait, no, no, no. Like no. the British, the, the British the, version, like, like oh, they recently yeah, the came out with one? a new, yes. And they just had, they just came out with a new season apparently. And I'm like, obs- like Matt downloads like torrents and he's like all in the yeah. internet and whatever. And I'm like, find out how to get it. And he, we can't get it. Right. They had like a bake off for cancer or something with all celebrities. Yeah. And people were like, are you going to do this? And I was like, no, we can't watch it. We, we can't watch it. Send Can it someone who's listening it. overseas, like if someone could just like screen record all the, like yeah. on your phone, I don't care. Send, send it to it me. Send it to us. I'm we're good. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, I have but a, anyway, yeah. I, so my what, sweatshirt has a pie on it right now. Has a pie. Is that your pie sweatshirt that I, I always hear you uh-huh. talking about? Yep, it is. Oh, it's I've got this like little it. embroidered <gasps> pie on the lip, on the, like the chest. I just love it so much. It's subtle. Right over your heart. Yeah. I think my heart's on the other side. I could be wrong. (laughs) That's fine because that means there's more room for pie on this side. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Anyway, um, so so what made you decide to go back? Was there a thing that was like, oh shit, we need to we need to get back on this girls gone wad train? Yeah, I can tell you. I was unemployed and I was bored. Oh, (laughs) that's really all it comes down to. I, I thought this was going to be more meaningful. I know. Come I wish I, I wish I could have like a really like sentimental answer, but I was unemployed for most of 2021 and I was, you know, looking for another job and fast forward. I 
I told Claire, I was like, you know, because since we rebranded, I'm really curious to kind of see who is still on the feed of Girls Gone Wild. It was just out of curiosity because we look at statistics and kind of see where our audience is. And I said, I'm going to release some episodes in the fall of 2021. Uh, and Claire started a new job. She's very busy, so she couldn't do it. So I released a handful of episodes through the end of 2021 on the Girls Gone Wad feed. And it was like pretty much the same as kind of what I thought as people were still subscribed and listening to it. But it was just very clear and obviously so that it's not the same with it when it's just me. And I, I had guests on, you know, I had you, Nikki. Yeah. And so people were like really mean about me just hosting it. And so I was like, well, ah! I guess we'll... You know, we'll just kind of proceed if we need to do another Girls Gone Wild next year, if I start CrossFit again. Who knows? So we may, yeah. we're, Claire and I like the fact that we kind of have, I don't want to just like leave Girls Gone Wild in the dust, but so now yeah. our Instagram is like, we have three podcasts, which is true. Like we have Girls Gone Wild, we have This Is Joy and Claire, and we have On Your Marks Gets Up Baked because we want to keep all of that content kind of branded under our name. And so, um, to be continued on whether or not we'll have the time moving forward to release more, but that's really kind of the boring answer is I was just kind of missing that feed and also wanted to do an experiment to see if people were still listening, what kind of content people were liking, and I needed something to do. And I really like yeah. podcasts, and I really like recording them, and I really like editing them. So it fed that part of me. Would Would you like to edit this one? Because my, that would be lovely. Best. I've like, how did editing is like meditation for me. It's so great. Joy also loves cleaning her house. She's just like, like that. I know. And you're like, Joy, we find out five years, 10 years down the road that Joy's actually a serial killer, <laughs> which would explain a lot because she loves like serial killer podcasts and yeah. shows. Yeah. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? I, yeah. Um, I think the other thing is that I feel like this, like we, we set off to have this episode be about like, are about like more kind of female centered topics. And we ended up just talking about our podcast this whole time, but maybe mm -hmm. we can come back and talk about like other stuff later. But I think, well, yeah, um, I mean, to, to me, in fairness to me, like your podcasts are in fact, like our fem female voices in the space. And so that's, sure. that's all the stuff that I wanted to, to get at, but yeah, that's, we can, I mean, let's do this 10 times, please. That sounds great. <laughs> um, but I think that also to what Joy was saying, like with Girls Gone Wide, I think there is this part of us that is still not really sure how to live in both worlds on mm. this is joy and Claire, because we did sort of come out of the gate with this is joy and Claire saying like, we're not a CrossFit podcast anymore. And then, but the the thing that we loved about girls and a lot, and the thing that joy and I talk about, we feel like in some ways we spun, swung the pendulum too far with this is joy and Claire that with girls and a lot, we did have this unifying theme with all of our content that doesn't really exist with this is joint Claire. Right. And sometimes this is joint Claire. It feels too random and too conversational. And we're like, how do we, you know, what she and I always come back to is like, what is our one thing? Well, our one thing is our dynamic, but how do you use that in a way like, okay, so my, the way I think about this, my job, I work in marketing. And so, you know, I think about like the consumer journey of like the listener of our podcast getting to know our dynamic is pretty far down the funnel, you know? Yes. And so like, once you really, it's like, we are the podcast that you have to watch the first season and get to know the characters before you really get into it. I hate shows like that because I don't want to mm -hmm. have to watch the whole first season before I can understand <laughs> yep. what's going on. And, yep. you know, and then eventually you get into it and it becomes your favorite show. But like, 
we also need to catch more people in those first few episodes before they really get to know us. And with Girls Gone Wild, that was easy to do because you knew what you were getting into. But that also became what what, what really limited us because people, it was like the niche was a little too small. Right. And people were self-selecting themselves out at the top of the funnel. Exactly. Which and it is was like, good if that's what you're going to continue doing, but it's not good if you want this sort of like broader topic. Exactly. And so it's like, how can we get Joey and Claire to a place where we are, we do have a little bit, a little bit more of a focus without feeling like we're pigeonholing ourselves again. And, but also like, again, to what I was saying at the very, very beginning of this episode, that at the end of the day, we those still are our priorities, health, fitness, wellness, mental health. I mean, like we've been saying, Joy is the full-time therapist. That is her job. Like, but then also creating room for parenting. Like I have two kids, you know, being a working mom, we talk a lot about like making friendships as adults is hard. Joy is a puppy raiser for service dogs. Like, how do we talk about that? Like, how can we have this space for the content of our lives that we want to talk about and that people do relate to? And, and, you know, we kind of say that, our podcast is just like over overhearing a conversation between friends and that's great, but it's also a little bit like you have to really be in the mood to just like listen to a random conversation. Right. And if you don't know us, you're kind of like, who are these two chicks and why are they? Yeah. And I, Claire's absolutely like, right. Like girls on what was the anchor CrossFit was the anchor, the topic that unified everybody. And they wanted to listen to CrossFit and then they got a side of like humor and there's just like funny life things and jokes and whatever. And so that's kind of what we're learning. And perhaps, you know, if I start doing CrossFit again, we'll do some episodes around that, but it's, it's something that we're kind of continuing to evaluate, especially with the new feed. Yeah. I feel like also a marketer. So putting on that hat, I feel like your one thing uh, is not necessarily your dynamic, even though I know that's like feedback you've gotten. So that's good consumer insight to put in there. But I think your thing is your very authentic selves, like is your lives, which is also part of why I really wanted to have you guys on this section of the show, because there are not a lot of females in our space, women who are even talking about like health, fitness, wellness, mental health, let alone just CrossFit, who just come out and be their full authentic selves, like point blank, who, who take on social issues, who plant their flag in the sand, who admit to not being able to do muscle ups during the open, like all of that, all of it, all of it is all so important. And I feel like I feel like that is your thing. I feel like on this is Joy and Claire, it's like, it's not necessarily your dynamic. You know, it's really that people are coming to you for who you are. But I do understand the difficulty in allowing people to learn that quickly because who you are is complex. It matters. It's like reading a series of books or watching a series of shows. You have to, you have to commit to diving in to really understand that. But once you're there, you're there forever and you're never going to get people, you know, for five minutes who, who get that instantly, unless they know you in real life. So that's, is a difficult journey when you're trying to like serve so many people and you're like, no, no, just give me a chance. Like, I promise I'll be there for you and do the thing that you need or the thing that you want, but you got to like, mm-hmm. that's tough. Um, yeah, well, I, don't, I, I don't know how to, I don't know how to solve that really Well, you know, via podcast. I yeah, can do it via paid ads. Let's, but. let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Let's figure out, let's figure it out. But I also think, you know, look at the number of podcasts when we first started in 2013 and the yeah. millions of there. So 
I I don't really think too much about our stats and listenership because we just enjoy doing it. And that's really what's important to us. I, I, the listeners are important, but I'm not my number one priority. And I'm pretty sure Claire's the same. Like we're not out there being like, we got to get to a million or bazillion or four. Right. We don't look at like we got to hit such and such many downloads. Like it's cool when it happens, but we're not. That's not my goal. I also think like there's so many amazing voices out there. Go listen to other yeah. people. And I don't think that people should just be listening to us. They should be having a very diverse feed. And so that's the other thing I think about as well is we're, if you're looking at it realistically, like we're competing for a lot for people's attention. We have a lot of competitors, but that's not what I focus on. I just enjoy it. And the people that are in our community are amazing. I mean, we have met truly people that we're friends with now. I mean, you included, we've met an amazing group of people through this podcast that we would consider really good friends. And that's priceless. You can't like, that's, we don't make a lot of money from this podcast. I don't care about that. Like I care about the relationships that we've developed. And I'll never forget. We were at the CrossFit games one year and another, a person who now, you know, again, is like, has become a friend, but started out as a podcast listener. And this person had their own podcast for a short period. And I was asking them like, how's your podcast going? And they were like, oh, you know, like life, I haven't recorded in a while. Like life just gets in the way and a lot of crazy stuff's been happening. And I had this moment of realizing like when crazy stuff happens in my life, I can't wait to talk about it on the podcast. Like I, that's like how I process it. Or I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't, you know, this cool thing happened. I can't wait to like use this as a topic or, and we also always talk about kind of like social media influencers and how they have this narrative of like, find what you love. And I love doing, you know, Instagram ads will, or like doing, becoming an influencer. Um, you'll never feel like you're working. Well, those people are passionate about creating content, not necessarily passionate about like whatever their niche is. Like they love creating content so much that it doesn't feel like a job to them. Mm. And that is how I feel about the podcast is like when something significant happens in my life, or I have these you know, or if I'm really thinking through something difficult in the world, or if I have this moment of being a mom that I really want, you know, that I'm taking learnings from, like we recently talked about, um, my son, Miles, who's six, uh, just recently kind of finally figured out skiing and biking, like kind of all in the same week. And we talked about expectations for your kids and comparing yourself to other parents and having these visions of who you're going to be as a family. And then your kids just like shitting all over that. Right. And in those moments of being out there with him and struggling through this, you know, as I'm reflecting on it later in the day, I'm like, Oh, I can't wait to talk about this on the podcast because I know there are other people out there who are probably dealing with this as well. And when I, you know, when I had miles, I went through severe postpartum depression and, um, there, and then I went through miscarriages trying to get pregnant with my second, with my daughter and those experiences and, you know, joy going through graves disease. Like, I mean, there's so, 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 so many examples where, at the end of the day, we look at those moments in our lives as like, I can't wait to talk about this because I've never heard someone else talk about it. And mm-hmm. how great would it have been if I had known that there was someone else out there who I could reach out to or who I could listen to their experience and know that I'm not the only one who's feeling this way, or I'm not the only one who's dealing with this. And we have this, have an ongoing segment of like marriage hacks where we kind of just like grief about our husbands. Mm-hmm. And it's again, like to let people know that, Hey, people have these moments in their marriage. It doesn't mean your marriage is doomed. In fact, it's really normal. And so if I had to pick like our other sort of one thing, it is just normalizing those ups and downs so that people, you know, we very 
um, purposely don't project, sorry, I just hit my mic. Don't project Mm -hmm. these curated moments because I don't want people to think that that's what real life is. And I Mm -hmm. want them to see us. Our greatest compliment is someone saying to us, I feel like I know you or, you know, and the, and my favorite moments are when people have that the reaction to our podcast is, oh my gosh, I thought I was the only one. And you made me feel like I wasn't crazy. Like I wasn't alone. And whether that is in something very significant, like postpartum depression, or it's in the, like a silly moment of, oh my gosh, I thought I was the only one who thought that like the love is blind people drinking out of metal wine glasses was super weird. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> that, that thought plagued me for weeks. Weeks. <laughs> do you want to know why? Do you know why? It's for do it? continuity, right? Yeah, that's what we heard yeah, yeah. from yeah. someone like an insider. It's like just so you know, I'm an editor, and I was like, all right, <gasps> that right, makes sense to me. We, but like, why, also, why didn't it happen? And they like got fucked in season one or something yeah. when they yeah. wanted to make something seem it's like, like how, it happened when it didn't, and they were like, we can't because she was drinking red wine and then white wine. Mess it's like how they um, now on the Great British Baking Show they have to wear the same outfits both days, which they didn't used to have to do that. But they've editing. had to do that now for a long time. For a long time, like, like, the- like two or three, exactly. Yeah. So, so interesting. All that to say, you know, that I think that our, like, as we continue going, like Joyce said, like we're not super worried about downloads or sponsors or whatever. It really just is about. At this point, we've been doing it for so long that it's part of our lives just as much as it is a part of our listeners' lives. And it really is this just ongoing conversation of the really meaningful things. And then also just like the random crap that comes up. And in that way too, there is a lot of freedom to just be like, Hey, this, what what are we going to talk about this week? Oh, I don't know. How about X, Y, Z? And that makes it really easy to just keep coming back to it. I love it. I love it. Well, I'm a huge fan. I tune in every week because it is just like having a conversation with my friends. And I don't know about you guys, but sometimes... I don't know. Sometimes I just need to shut my brain off. Like I love listening to the daily. I love listening oh, to like totally. things that are, you know, relevant and important and enlighten me and inform me. But sometimes I just want to just hang mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. <laughs> and relax. And, you know, and sometimes, like you said, uh, Claire, those conversations are meaningful. They can get deep and they can get heavy, but it's like just different. It's just a different vibe than like, okay, I really need to pay attention to like what is happening so I can learn something versus like, oh shit, that's insightful from my friend. You know, it's just, it's, it's different and it's important. And I, I hope you keep doing it. I hope you make 10 more podcasts because we need it. We need it in the space. We need, we need more women to come out and be themselves and talk about themselves and talk about baking and talk about CrossFit and talk about all the things. Like I just, I, I love it. I want more of it. I want all the things that yeah. you guys can come up with. So please keep going. All right. We will. Do all the things. You came perfect. We have no plan. <laughs> My personal request. Yes. Done. Your yeah. Wishes Joy, if, you could, if you could just like stop working and make 10 more podcasts, that would be great. Thanks. You know, don't <laughs> challenge me. Give me a challenge. And I'll be like, all right, just give me some topics. Uh, I'm an editing I machine. It. I can edit very fast. So it's, you know, wow. doable. <laughs> wow. Um, don't don't like wish for too much or else John will be sending you all of our episodes to edit. <laughs> I don't care. I it's very I this sounds so dumb, but if anyone out there who's an editor or has knows how to edit podcasts, it's it's very therapeutic and it's probably like the very type A clean part of me that likes to make things very perfect in a podcast. Like when you listen to our podcast, I take away a lot of ums, I take a lot of sounds I take a lot away a lot of when people when you get a guest did that yeah we did yeah (laughs) I think I literally just did that leave it in I take away that 
uh, I know the, it, this, this is going to sound crazy. I know what it looks like. I know what an, um, looks yep. like in a, in a, like a sound wave. Like an audio um, file. So yeah. I can, yeah. So I can look at that. And then I also, when we have guests who do the right after everything they say, I take all of those out because it drives me crazy. <laughs> um, say right instead of, um, why yeah, is yeah, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't, no, right. I don't right? know. Um, everyone stop, stop I, doing that. Don't do it. Just everyone quit. I am the complete opposite where, and I am type A, which is funny that I'm the complete opposite, but I'm like, throw it up. Who cares? Raw edit. I mean, yeah, sometimes when I don't have time. Yeah. But most of the time I'm like, nope, I can't, can't put it out there like that. (laughs) Well, as podcast listeners, we appreciate you and your efforts, Joy. It makes it a very smooth experience. I'm sure nobody cares, but I care. Well, I would love, I would love to do this again. I would love to bring you guys on and just talk about it. more of the topics that are, you know, plaguing us. Yeah, ladies, we'd love to hear from your daily. listeners of what's going on and what they want to hear because I love these conversations. I love it. Same, same. Yeah, my plan is to to talk to a few people, and once we have a few of these episodes kind of in the pipeline, maybe by the time this is posted, this will already be happening, which would be great. But I, you know, I have my own ideas on how to get started. Like I said, we've got like. Um, some pelvic floor PTs and people coming on that I met through my pregnancy and my birthing experience to talk about some of those um, female focused topics. And then you guys I had in mind as well, but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to put it out to the listeners to be like, who else, what else? Um, and let's keep this going. Cause you know, more conversations are better conversations, I think. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you for what you do too. Being in the of space course. as well. This has been so fun. Yeah. Yay. I love it. Well, um, for everyone out there, yeah, please let me know uh, what else you want to talk about or who else you want to hear from, all those good things. And hopefully we can keep this going for a little while to come. Uh, And for everyone listening, thank you so much for tuning in and we will talk to you guys next time.